This is Barry Zelma, Zelma on Insurance. I am an attorney who has retired from the practice of law and now spend my time as an insurance claims consultant or expert witness, an author, and producer of these videos. Today I'd like to talk about liability insurance and what it is. Insurance, by definition, is a contract where the insurer for consideration, usually called a premium, agrees to indemnify another against a contingent or unknown risk of loss. It is used as a method to spread losses among many people who are insured with the same company. The insurer, by its policy, promises in exchange for a premium to pay to defend and indemnify the insured in the event that a certain type of loss occurs within a specified period of time called the policy period. By spreading the risk of loss among many, each individual only pays a minuscule portion of the risk of loss insured against. Liability insurance is limited to insurance against the risks of loss that can be incurred by a person for damages done to the person or property of another by an accidental or other fortuitous cause. The California Insurance Code, in fact, defines liability insurance as follows. Liability insurance includes a. Insurance against loss resulting from liability for injury, fatal or non-fatal, suffered by any natural person or resulting from liability for damage to property or property interests of others, but does not include workers' compensation, common carrier liability, boiler and machinery, or team and vehicle insurance. B. With respect to operations or property covered by a policy of liability insurance, as defined in subdivision A, insurance of medical, hospital, surgical, and funeral loss or expense of the insured or other persons injured, and in the case of an automobile liability policy, disability benefits to the insured or other persons injured, and in the event of their death, funeral, and accidental death benefits to their dependents, beneficiaries, or personal representatives, irrespective of legal liability of the insured, when issued with or supplemental to the insurance defined in subdivision A. Two, when insurance with or supplemental to the insurance defined in subdivision A, the disability insurance covering the insured and members of his household or other persons who customarily operate any automobile covered by such policy and who are named in such policy and such disability insurance may cover against accidental injury, death, or dismemberment caused by any or all hazards as defined in such coverage. C. 
insurance covering injuries sustained by an insured resulting from a tort committed by a third party against which such third party is not himself covered by liability insurance. D. Insurance coverage against the legal liability of the insured and against loss, damage, or expense incident to a claim arising out of the death or injury of any person as the result of negligence or malpractice in rendering professional services by any person who holds a certificate or license. Now that's one heck of a statute. It is California Insurance Code Section 108. And it explains all of the different kinds of liability insurance available in the state of California and is probably the same in every other state, although their statutes may or may not be as detailed. The Commercial General Liability Policy, the CGL, issued by most insurers, promises to protect the insured against the risk of loss as follows. We will pay those sums that the insured becomes legally obligated to pay as damages because of bodily injury or property damage to which this insurance applies. We will have the right and duty to defend the insured against any suit seeking those damages. However, we will have no duty to defend the insured against any suit seeking damages for bodily injury or property damage to which this insurance does not apply. We may at our discretion investigate any occurrence and settle any claim or suit that may result. This came from the Insurance Office Service Offices Form CG 00011001. The policy will provide coverage for the following. Bodily injury and property damage to persons injured by the insured. Medical payments regardless of fault. Personal and advertising injury, a coverage that insures against the insured's risk of loss for multiple offenses like libel or slander, advertising injury, false imprisonment, etc., and contractual liability. These are the principal coverages available in CGL policies. There are other coverages available to cover special needs of individual people, corporations, partnerships, or joint ventures. If special needs exist for a particular construction project that faces risks not contemplated by the basic CGL, it is prudent for the insured to consult with a professional and major insurance brokerage that specializes in the injury involved in the insured's business. You can find such brokers by conferring with others who specialize in similar projects, your State Department of Insurance, professional risk managers, or chartered property and casualty underwriters, those taking the designation CPCU, who act as insurance consultants. When purchasing insurance as a named insured, it is imperative to purchase only the insurance coverages needed. 
The person seeking insurance should also seek the advice and assistance of the insurance brokers and agents with whom the insurance is sought at least three months before the inception date of the policy needed or the renewal date of the policy needed. Regardless of whether the policy sought is a new policy or a renewal, the agents and brokers will need sufficient time to shop the available insurance market to find the insurer that provides the greatest coverage for the least cost. The person seeking insurance should not rely on the broker to simply renew the previous policy for the same price with the same insurer. Coverage is available and prices vary considerably every year. Insurers will enter and leave the market for the construction industry, for example, every year. The prudent insured will shop wisely and diligently every year. The prudent person seeking liability insurance will provide the broker with a list of coverages needed, the status of the insurer with whom the broker is to shop, such as a best-rated A or better and admitted to do business in your state, or an approved surplus line insurer. The prudent person will have the agent or broker avoid, if possible, unapproved and not admitted insurers, and recognize that the surplus line market is a market of last resort. The person seeking insurance should ascertain that the broker advises the prospective insurers of the following. Each person and entity that must be named as an insured. The location and a description of all properties under construction or to be under construction while the policy is in effect, the gross earnings of the insured for the year before the inception of the policy, the gross earnings anticipated by the insureds for the year following, the type of work done by the insured, such as a general contractor who supervises subcontractors but has no employees who work on a project, or a general contractor who supervises subcontractors but uses his own carpenters, a general or contractor who only does carpentry, or a contractor who only does plumbing, or a contractor that only does framing and drywall installation. You will have them advise the loss history of the persons to be insured. You will advise whether the insureds require every subcontractor to indemnify the named insured or name him as an additional insured. You will advise whether the insureds require only a certificate of insurance from subcontractors. You will advise about the identity of the owners of the insured, the financial condition of the insured, which is different from gross earnings and is needed for calculation of premium. 
You will advise about the number and identity of individuals or entities the named insured is required to name as an additional insured. You will advise about the number of indemnity contracts signed by the insured and whether the contracts entered into by the insured required waivers of subrogation and therefore that the, any policy issued would require permission from the insurer to waive subrogation. You will advise the prospective insurer of the value of the projects that will be worked on by the insureds during the policy period, the amount the insured is willing to pay as a deductible or a self-insured retention, and the territory where the insured operates. When an additional insured endorsement is issued, the named insured is paying for the protection of the owner, general contractor, or some other person or entity that the construction contracts require to be named as an additional insured. The named insured still has control over the insurance, and the insurer owes the named insured a duty of care to properly defend and indemnify the named insured. By accepting a person as an additional insured, the insurer is promising to defend and indemnify the additional insured subject to the terms and conditions of the additional insured endorsement and the policy terms and conditions, as if the additional insured was the named insured. This video was adapted from my book, Construction Defects and Insurance, Volume 4, which is available as a paperback and as a Kindle book from Amazon.com. And uh, you can get a full description about all of my eight-volume work on construction defects, including volume four from my website, zalma.com, by clicking on the insurance claims library link. If you found this video to be useful or of interest to you or your colleagues, please refer it to your colleagues. It's free. And please subscribe to my Rumble channel, my YouTube channel, and my blog so that you can be advised of future blog postings and videos. Thank you for your attention.